My Texas Table presents the Healthy Brain Podcast. This is the show for people who want to improve their brain stability, clarity, and longevity. Here's your host, certified health coach, Carrie Wainwright-Miller. Hey, my friends. I want to welcome you to the Healthy Brain Podcast, where we speak truth, standing for what's right in this world. You won't find any sugarcoating in this space, y'all. I guarantee you that. So now before I get into the main topic of social connection versus social isolation, I'd like to talk about a few things first, because we're all hunkered down right here in April 2020. You're probably thinking about now, gosh, Carrie, please don't give us a talk on the coronavirus. Yeah, I call it Rona. My my creative daughter came up with that one. So yeah, of course, I've got to touch on the Rona, y'all. First and foremost, if you want to know more about what's popping outside the media and your own government, then I highly suggest you follow Dr. Asim Malhotras. That's M-A-L-H-O-T-R-A. And the Dr. Shivas of the world. That's S-H-I-V-A. They are not playing the mind games when it comes to this virus and the well-being of millions of people out there. We'll put a link to both those doctors in the blog notes, so y'all be sure and check that out. You might just take a look at what they advocate for, and then you can come up with your own conclusions, okay? Because here in America, while you still have a choice and you definitely got the time, you should take full advantage of the freedom we have in this country and do research for yourself. I mean, why do most of us choose to always listen to a one-sided media or any media for that matter, or a doctor who only pushes a one-size-fits-all approach to medicine? You know, if you're one who is deathly scared of this virus, then listen up. We have such a thing called, y'all listen, vitamin C, something that is vital for your immune system. And you don't even need a doctor or a prescription field. No conventional doctor on this planet will mention it. And that's lots of medical professionals. Fauci sure has it. I haven't quite figured that one out yet because we are just simply not stupid. Like always, I really want to encourage you to keep an open mind for you and your family because your life may just depend on it. Remember, you have the right to make your own decisions. You have a choice. So I got to tell you, in the media business, I was warned by several colleagues to keep my mouth shut. Don't give your opinion. Don't be digging into research. Lay it all out there on your podcast for the world to hear. Because this virus, it'll go away. and We can just resume to normal life. Let's just focus on L-O-V-E and positivity. Look, I follow a lot of well-known speakers, authors, podcasters, you name it. Famous YouTubers, radio announcers. And, you know, I see what people are posting and advocating for. And I totally get that we've got to have a positive mindset and just love on people because, after all, people in this country are hurting. They are losing hope. Look, I am so, so sad for people who've lost loved ones to this virus. I truly am. But it's not only about those stricken with the coronavirus. Let's be honest here, y'all. It's not. What about that single mama with three kids who's struggling to make ends meet? 
because maybe she's lost her job and you got a daddy out there. He's just got laid off or maybe he had a cut in pay and he has no idea how he's going to pay that child support. You know, I mean, he's a single dad. What do you say to those people? What about, say, the entrepreneurial husband who's had to lay off tens, if not hundreds of employees, and he doesn't even know where to begin to pick up the pieces? Or the widow who's sinking into even a deeper depression because they can't see their loved ones. I mean, their their loved ones sitting in in a home dying of Alzheimer's, maybe. The already thousands of homeless and mental ill in our communities, did we just forget about them today? I received some stats on Texas in reference to COVID-19 and like to share them with you because it's really important for you to hear the numbers. I'm particularly not a numbers girl, but this just made a whole lot of sense to me. You might even take a pen and write them down. Look, look at them and ask God for some kind of clarity. We have a population of an estimated 29 million living in Texas. 169,536 have been tested for COVID-19. That is 0.0055 or one half of 1% of the Texas population. 17,371 tested positive for COVID-19. That's 0.0006 or six one hundredths of 1% of the Texas population. 1,522 have been hospitalized for COVID-19. That's 0.0005 or five one thousandths of one percent of the Texas population. 428 deaths are due to COVID-19. That is 0.00014 or one one thousandth of 1% of the Texas population. Now, there are counties in Texas that have more suicides than deaths from COVID-19. Doctors at the Cook Children's Health Care System saw a sudden spike in severe child abuse cases in one week. Six children under the age of four, which they suspect are linked to stresses from the pandemic. I've got an article here from the Dallas News. It says 750,000 in Texas seek jobless benefits since the coronavirus. One out of every 10 Americans are out of work, according to the Labor Department. And listen to this. This was hard to take. The figures collectively constitute the largest and fastest string of job losses and records dating to 1948. During the Great Recession, it took 44 weeks, roughly 10 months, for unemployment claims to go as high as they now have in less than a month. And I haven't even began to talk about the epidemic of chronic disease that just plagues this country. And there's no need to go there because, look, I get on my soapbox plenty in episode one. Just go check it out. I mean, I speak openly about it. Because that's what we do here. We speak the truth. We don't shove it under the rug. Enough of that. And we don't always paint the pretty picture either. There is nothing wrong with standing up for what's right with our voice and making sure we get on our knees and pray for direction. We all know people who've lost all hope. And the best thing, the very best thing we can do right now is get in the trenches with people. 
What I mean by that is first, think real hard about an event in your life that's driven you to unbelievable depths, mentally, emotionally. I mean, something that's happened in your life that you never thought you would even see a glimpse of light at the end of the tunnel. Real people need to hear real stories, y'all. It's called just being relatable. Let's all shove that pride aside. And if we've lived long enough, we've been through something that was tragic. So how about starting a movement of reconnecting again? Because you might just save a life. Community, caring for others, fellowship with family and friends, and even with strangers can create a number of benefits to your physical and mental health, y'all. I'm talking about socialization. Socializing can reduce the risk of cancer, cardiovascular disease, rheumatoid arthritis, and osteoporosis, and even Alzheimer's. The experts say that isolation is worse than high blood pressure, drinking, smoking, and obesity. Just let that sink in a bit. Y'all, we are wired to connect. That is nothing you ain't heard. Many of you have read the Blue Zones book by Dan Buettner. He talks about it, the areas with the highest life expectancies in the world. The research shows that what these people do better than the rest of us is what? Socialize. Yeah. Social interactions is the number one reason people live longer. Now, y'all, this isn't some crock of, you know what, some hooey-fooey, new age stuff. This is real truth, y'all. And we better wake up, especially now. Over the past couple of months, we've been really kind of disconnected from relationships and community more than ever because of this virus. Loneliness is a real threat always has been. And this pandemic has spurred it on even more. A study published by the global health service company Sigma found that 40% of U.S. adults report sometimes are always feeling lonely. 47% report feeling left out. This is epidemic levels. Studies show that loneliness, living alone and poor social connections are as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. And it's worse for you than obesity. Loneliness can likely increase your risk of death by 29%. Any of you know Brene Brown out there? She's a researcher, professor, storyteller, and our very own hometown girl in Houston, Texas. Just love her. She says, after 15 years of social work education, I was sure of one thing. Connection is why we're here. It is what gives us purpose and meaning to our lives. So you might be asking about now, how in the heck am I supposed to connect with others, socialize right now? I mean, I'm on social media 24-7 talking to people because I got laid off, or maybe I'm home with my wife and my kids, or maybe 10 kids. Oh, Lordy. Look, I love, love kids, y'all, but 10 kids in lockdown? Well, let's just look on the broad side of things. At least you got 10, 12 people to come up with all lots of great ideas during the storm, right? Anyway, I'm here to help you out with something called connection. I was a ceramic artist for 15 plus years, and I can be a bit creative at times. So so take last week, for instance, my dad called and wanted to know how to connect to video chat on Messenger. I thought that was pretty creative of him. So I told him to get the messenger 
app and voila, it's been a great way to connect with my daddy in person. Look, being the no fear Rona girl that I am, I often get out to any store that will have me. I mean, seriously, I've made so many trips to HEB grocery store, Home Depot, garden centers, local restaurants for pickup. I've even been a few years at Acme Brick Company and floor decor. Those poor people. Seriously, I have wandered around in Home Depot, y'all, for an an hour or two, y'all, just to pick up one item. And you can only guess why. Yep. If you're anything like me, I love being around people. And if you're an introvert like my husband, well, I just don't get it. But I love him anyway. So let's see. My husband and I have had lunches in downtown areas. And religiously, we are taking walks together, holding hands. Shoot, we even act somewhat silly at our age. Just look, for those of you who have no joy and laughter in your marriage, now's a great time to get on top of that. Ain't nothing better than a good laugh, right? The kind that is that uncontrollable laugh. You know what I'm talking about? Like that laugh where you lose your breath and you're just crying. Now, that is fun and healthy at the same time. And for those of you couples who are stressed because you're living on top of each other, have a glass of wine or margarita. Have some sex. Just get over your churchy self. Maybe spend some time fishing in a nearby stream or river. Go outside, have some family fun day, have some races. I mean, I joined Facebook groups and Bible studies on Zoom. Don't y'all be giving me excuses that you run out of things to keep you busy or keep you connected. Okay, the, the list is really endless. Heck, we've even welcomed contractors in our homes to work on some projects. They aren't scared. All they have their sights on is working hard to send money back to their families in other countries. I mean, it's called survival to them. They feel they don't have a choice. So please don't judge if you're one to be deathly scared of this virus. And for some reason, you get a wild hair. Grab your mask and gloves and go volunteer at a food bank, a restaurant, you know, maybe a nonprofit. They will all welcome you. Promise you. Heck, if you go to the grocery store and liquor store, then you can offer a hand up to others. Give back. You know, if you really think about it, that word giving, is there any word more powerful than that? I mean, giving matters. We find joy in giving y'all. In fact, Acts of kindness reduces anxiety and strengthens the immune system. I mean, yeah, the immune system, something we should all be focusing on, you know, while everybody's all up in arms about the virus. And if you multiply kindness, you see the world change. So let's get out of our comfort zones and lend a hand, speak a kind word, look for those opportunities to help someone else. I mean, people all around, just look around you. People are hurting everywhere. Just open your eyes. For those of you who have kids and you're looking for activities besides the boob tube and the iPad, let me suggest a few. I mean, my kids are all adults now, but I can remember like it was yesterday, all the creative fun we used to have, so much fun. For instance, if I repainted a room, yeah, I mean, so did you get that repainted? I mean, I've been known to paint the same room more than two or three times. Do y'all ever do that? Also, I'd pull the old leftover paint from the, the garage and let the kids draw on the walls before I even started painting. 
On many occasions, I'd pull the water hose out and spray the kids in the backyard or on the trampoline. Dangerous, I know. But that trampoline was prayed over. Promise you. Thank you, Lori Benson. And you know, the kids never got seriously hurt. Thank you, Jesus. So let's see. What else? We bought rabbits. And the kids, I mean, go to the country. Pick up a couple of rabbits from people who are selling them. They'll sell them to you right now. The kids during that time, and they, we bought the rabbits. So let's see. What else? We bought rabbits. And the kids got to see how rabbits made babies. Yeah, buddy. And when they got old enough, they would sell them to the best families they could find. People who loved, loved, loved animals. I remember my daughter and son having a long list of questions for each family. And if they liked the family's answers and they passed the test, that was their so-called test, they liked their answers. The family would go home with a rabbit. I mean, they were so serious about that. It was just too cute. Also, when my oldest son was preschool age, I'd tape together boxes, just old boxes, and um, make a tunnel, or I'd set up a box like upright, and he would crawl inside and pretend he was some jack-in-the-box. I mean, he wouldn't do that once or twice, but I'm talking endless pop-ups. It was so fun for him. Look, I've even removed a mattress on a bed, added a board, and set up a tea party. I mean, you really don't have to run to Target and spend money on another board game. I mean, a game of tickle time on the floor can be a whole lot more engaging than a board game. Well, unless it's um, like Pictionary, right? So get creative, y'all. Build some memories and make it fun. When this all passes and this too shall pass, you can find connections with people at coffees and lunches, book clubs and you know, gardening classes and some religious gatherings, exercise classes, meetups. I mean, it's endless. Concerts, I've written down like neighborhood nights, potlucks, volunteering and retreats. Reach out to others. Be the hands and feet of Jesus and let people know you care so that our world can heal and continue to be the nation of nourishment for others. Again, I'm your host, Carrie Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been my pleasure to serve you. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant to replace personalized advice from your healthcare provider. If you have specific medical questions, please talk to a licensed medical professional.